Hello, everyone. Frank and Darren back again, the Slaughterland Movie Podcast. Darren, the best and worst of The Descent. This was a request by Tyler Singleton, who we met in the green room last time. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was a teacher at school on his break, joining us for a chat, which was really cool. Um, So, yeah, he chose The Descent amongst a few other films. And The Descent is a movie that you and I are pretty fond of. Yeah. Um, The follow-up to Dog Soldiers for Neil Marshall. And, uh, you know, it's that kind of difficult second album, but he knocked it out of the park, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. And you know what I, excuse me, you know what I uh, thought about this after the movie ended? Was it all a hallucination? Because you really can't tell. We will come to that. Because there are two different endings. There is. You guys didn't like the British ending. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, The Descent um, deals with uh, a bunch of friends trying to go spelunking or cave mm-hmm. diving uh, yeah. and trying to get their their friend back into, I guess, normal society or getting into a bunch of the group of friends to... to come out of her funk because her husband and child were killed in front of her. By mm-hmm. accident. By and a scaffold pole. Why is there really, always scaffolding? <laughs> in a really horrific kind of... You don't even get to kind of meet her, um, her, her husband, really. You know, no sooner has he got... He, he's come on screen. is He's got a bloody... A, a, a kind of scaffold pole through the top of his head and 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 I presume the kid as well. You don't see the kid, but we know that she sat immediately behind him. So uh, they yeah. they didn't break the rule, did they? With the no, kid? they didn't. It's, they did. it, it, it is nasty though. But Darren, if you if you're in the in the dumps and then you're feeling um you know down on your luck and and well down on your luck, that's that's a pretty lighthearted thing to say if your whole family got wiped out. Uh, would you want to go? It's someplace dark and and, and claustrophobic. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And, you know, it's a similar sort of premise to uh, Fall, isn't it? Yeah. The film that we, we talked about, we, we did a Patreon review of, the great movie about the girls that kind of go scaling the TV aerial mast or whatever it is. Um, and that was the same thing. A girl was trying to get over her losing her partner, I think it was, the year mm-hmm. before, and then decides to go on this kind of wild uh rush junkie trip uh and you know things start to go wrong which is exactly the same what happens in this film although the descent got there first the descent was unfortunate in the uk the descent and the ascent (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly it but yeah it was unfortunate in the uk it didn't do too well because on the opening weekend uh the film came out uh we had a terror attack in london and Mm. the london bombings and so People were a bit apprehensive about going to the cinema, and so it affected all the kind of box office around that time. But it's had a life afterwards, both, you know, fairly successful in the UK after on on home entertainment, and in the US it was relatively, you know, successful. People liked mm-hmm. it, and it spawned a sequel. So, um, yeah, it's it's still okay. I think about, you know, if, if I was in uh, Sarah's situation, I think I'd go as high as a bar stool. In my travel, that's that's that's, and then after I drink enough, I probably descend to the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's, that's about it. That's all I need to do. If I'm feeling down <laughs> in the dumps, the last thing I want to do is go down a shitty, smelly, wet cave. Yeah, full of um, 
human guano. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd never want to do that. I don't want to do no. that anyway. Never mind when I'm feeling down. Um, but it's a good film. It's a good yeah. film. Great effects yeah. work. Uh, great practical effects work. Great makeup. Mm. Um, tense, edgy, bit of a slow burn. But once it gets going, it's um, it's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, if it's it's a perfect combination of of creatures. Uh, if they don't scare you, the setting will. Mm. Sure, um, it, it brings out fears of um, being alone, being in the dark, and being eaten. Um, <laughs> and and not particularly in that order, but you know we're naturally afraid of the dark as as mm-hmm. humans, um, and we like our space. Which this is very yeah. limited of. Um, oh yeah, so, oh yeah. But very claustrophobic. We'll, we'll get to it probably because with our best moments and everything. Uh, but who is your best character? I think Juno. <laughs> Juno is my is my best character. Um, for some reason, I don't warm to the main protagonist in this film. Mm, I'm not quite okay. sure what it is. Um, but Juno um, has such a journey in this film. Obviously, from being the kind of sort of the alpha female in this uh, within this pack she goes through that horrible trauma of accidentally killing her friend trying to i guess does she try to cover it up i don't think she tries to cover it up as much as just kind of get on with things and leave her behind yeah um and then you get a few real kind of kick-ass moments where she kind of squares up to these um to these creatures Uh, and i think she has the best journey in this film i really do um, so she's my favorite character. Okay. Uh, my best character is Sarah. Um, okay. I like how she 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 started out, she lost everything she had, and then she came back as the triumph woman she is, uh, mm-hmm. being the sole survivor of everything. Um, I, I just think she she took on a role of I'm not going to let anything put me down, and it actually took Juno for her to do it. Um, so <laughs> it did, and and, and and the discovery of what Juno's secret is. Uh, but yeah, I, I I say Sarah. I think the protagonist. You see, you know, when you talk about triumph, there, this is this is the the thing about this film and why it's it's conflicted because in the version in the UK there is no triumph. No. Jeez. A lot of people don't know this. <laughs> There's best. no triumph in it, and and the descent can mean two things. Bleak, it can mean the right. It can mean the descent into the cave, or it could mean the individual's descent into madness as well. Right. Yep. Um. And for those of you that don't know, and we can discuss this now, I guess, is that in the in the original film, which which came out in the UK first, it's a British film, obviously. Neil Marshall, British director. That whole scene at the end when she gets out and she bumps into Juno in the car, her ghost, um, that's a hallucination. Now, what happens then is she wakes up back in the cave and the whole escape has been like um, a dream sequence. Uh, And the movie ends with her lying in the cave um, in amongst all the bones, unable to get out. And that's how the film ends. In the U.S. version, the moment that that um, Sarah bumps into Juno in the car, I think it ends at that point, doesn't it? Yeah, it it ends at that point. Now, the weird thing is, is that the sequel discards the British ending and continues with Sarah having gotten out of the cave. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a little confusing, um, but there is no triumph at the end of this film in the UK. In the US, there is, because she gets out. In the UK, she doesn't. But I like a bleak ending. I like There's also it. the hallucination of her daughter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, over a birthday cake or something like that, mm-hmm. right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah which she, so, we see throughout the film. Um, <laughs> fucking bleak, man. <laughs> oh, wait, there's Paul. What is he doing over there? Well, we'll get to that part in a minute. Uh, yeah, but for me, it is Sarah. The, yeah. she, I, I got attached to her, and uh, you know, not only is it my favorite name, uh, but yeah. uh, but I think she she had a good um, a, a good turnaround. Yeah, in this movie, um, mm. your worst character, Sarah. <laughs> She's dull, I, huh? Dull for you. Well, this is it, and I think that you know, obviously, we talk about the descent into madness and everything. I got more kind of um, engaged with Juno throughout this film. And I think that bit at the end when she smashes her leg with the with the eye with the pick, the rock hammer or whatever you want to call it, I think is pretty low. You know, mm. it's it, it's a horrible moment where you think, Jesus Christ, you're supposed to be helping each other here, regardless of what's gone on. And yeah, she she takes out the leg of of Juno and and ends up you know she ends up getting killed. Um, so. Yeah, Sarah, I mean, look, the character's fine. There's not a lot to choose from in this film. They're all fairly strong women in this movie. Uh, But I think that because I gravitated more towards Juno and not the male kind of, uh, not the main protagonist, Mm -hmm. um, I I relegated Sarah to worst character. A bit tight, but I didn't like the bit with the leg and the the, the hammer. Um, Okay. Um, yeah. My worst character is Juno and Paul. <laughs> uh, for some reason, Darren, and my wife brought this up to me, in the beginning of every movie or towards the end or about a, a, where we get a climax uh, from the movie, uh, there's always either a look between two characters like they've been screwing around with each other. Uh, or there's some hints that they were fooling around, like the uh, tattoo of one four three in in fall. And my wife brought this up as says they've been screwing around, and that's all it is. <laughs> and when Paul helps Juno out of her um, gear, she gives this look. Mm. You can tell that they're fucking around. <laughs> you can tell. Now, Darren, if anyone looked at you like that mm. in front of Zoe, she'd probably say, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it, it's it's that look, isn't it? it? You can tell something's going on. You're yeah, not just some, friends. There's, there's obviously some underlying, you know, uh, tension there, isn't there, throughout? There, and that contributes a lot to what she does home record. in the end. Yeah. Home record, yeah, yeah, she yeah, is, yeah. And yeah. you know what? And, and she's she's absolutely um, the, the and and the actress is gorgeous. She's gorgeous, mm. and she's easy on the eyes. But yes, yeah, this is a girl who's who's got everything for her. She's got looks. She probably has money, um, a good job. Uh, she's adventurous. She's fit, but she has to ruin somebody's life. She has to have 
what her friends it, have. You have to have these little kind of like subliminal side pop plots and everything in in a film like this because you're, you're chucking you're chucking six women down a, a, a hole. There can't be harmony there. Do you know what I mean? There has to be some sort of underlying conflict or or um, tension between them some uh, somehow. And yeah, I get it. There, there's something obviously is amiss with um with the relationship between uh um Juno and Sarah but they kind of park it a little bit it's just in the back of your head isn't it and then when when that moment comes later on when the two of them square off it's contributed to her decision to 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 do what she did and she's taken on board what um is it not Holly um uh Beth what Beth. Beth has said, yeah. um, you know, don't trust her, don't this, that, and the other. Well, Beth had evidence, um, didn't she? Mm, yeah, yeah. Good old Beth. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I want to say, you know, and also, um, got some terrible screaming in this movie. My worst character is that scream, Hello, is there anybody out there? <laughs> Which one was that? I don't know, but I, you know, I forgot her really, really. You know, I got her. I forgot her really quick. You know, it was that raspy voice. You know, I like a good Kathleen Turner, young raspy voice. But you know, but hello, yeah, but Kathleen but uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> hello, um, uh, yeah, but you know, and Paul, you know, I knew something was up. I knew it was hmm. going to come back. You really didn't need, you know other characters stupid around behind other uh characters backs you know and and i was like uh, i was like you didn't really didn't need it. you could have like just them die in the accident and just be done with it uh we didn't need that internal but uh, again it, the, the the title is playing on what's happening in the girls heads as well as you know the physical side of things so if you say so okay yeah. uh <laughs> uh your best line Best line, I'm a teacher, not fucking Tomb Raider. <laughs> and they're about to go in. Uh, there's little in the way of best and worst lines in this. It's not the best script in the world. No, it's not um, supposed to be. This is not a This is not a Quentin Tarantino script where everything is, no, you know, dialogue. No. And, there, and there were moments where as a lot of the girls, you know, they, they had problems with the script and they had to actually pull um, Neil Marshall aside. Uh, and ask him to ask him to rewrite certain things um but yeah it's it's that that was probably my uh my worst my best uh line in this film yeah i agree with you that's mine as well it's beth saying i'm an english teacher not a not fucking tomb raider yeah yeah that's that's it made me chuckle you know and it is it is yeah it, it is it, it's uh it's believable you, know, yeah. you and i would say the same thing you know can you get all the way up to that building what do you think i am fucking king kong you know, something like that. You know, that's, that's what. Oh that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. You know, you know, who do you think I am? Yeah. Uh, all right, your worst line. Well, the worst line as well is something that you know the the whole kind of I'm um, teaching on fucking Tomb Raider is a very sort of British bit of sarcasm, mm. and the worst line is a bit of British sarcasm as well. And I think it's Beth and Sarah in the tunnel when it's starting to collapse. Um, and Beth turns around to Sarah and says, this is just a poxy cave. There's nothing to be afraid of. A poxy. Poxy is a very British uh, word. And what does it mean for us? Uh, oh, for us Yanks? Means, British slang is not important, having little value. Okay. 
Um, can you say yeah. that word to a person? Yeah, yeah it's not. Yeah. It's not an offensive word. It's it's not. Um, you know, it's it's not something that's you know like dropping an f bomb or something. It's uh, like go up to a person and say you're a piece of shit. Yeah, like Same like thing. if I um if I was talking to, to Zoe about you, I'd say, oh, Frank's just poxy arsehole sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it means it's of little relevance. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad I brought up in, in some form or manner throughout your day. Uh, my worst line is coming from Holly, which I don't understand her as a character. She's like the fifth wheel, isn't she? She's just like, I don't know why she's there. She says, oh, I'm a sports fuck like Juno. What does that mean? A I have sports no... fuck like Juno. Um, oh, well, I guess they're um, they're kind of rush junkies, aren't they? Is that, yeah, is that but, what she's saying? Yeah, but you put know, it that way. Physical type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Neil Marshall. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Your best kill. Now we're getting to some good stuff. Okay. Best kill is Beth. Yeah! Which one? Because I think it's the, the, devastating. The. Oh, no, not that bit. I think the initial moment, because you okay. think she's dead from that initial moment. I think the accidental death of Beth. Um, and we were going to do this. We're talking about doing this, aren't we? About the best accidental deaths in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the 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 pick when, when um, Juno turns around and slams it into her neck. You know, they called this film while they were filming it. Um, the security title on the film was Chicks with Picks. <laughs> anyway she slams the pick into she thinks she's been attacked from behind turns around slams the pick into beth's neck and you get that shot of her just stood there choking on her own blood as the things come out front um yeah it's uh it's nasty and devastating it reminds me of um a scene in um inside where the girl Mm. accidentally kills her own mom um oops in the same sort of circumstances, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I agree with you. It's Beth, but it's the rock to the head. That's yeah. what Sarah has to do. Putting her out of misery. Yeah, and she asked for it. You know, she's mm. like, "I'm, I'm, you can't keep me alive, and you can't move me, and I'm suffering here." But you don't see the actual physical um, head being turned into, you know macaroni you yeah, just see sarah yeah you see sarah's um uh, uh uh feeling of of loss and devastation and and screaming into the part where she does it first and it's slow and then she just speeds up and just really just <laughs> hammers she gets it. excited she gets yeah, into she, it oh this is fun <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's just that i could see the pain on sarah's face too yeah, yeah. so that's my best kill. Uh, all right. Your worst kill. Uh, worst kill is uh, Holly. I agree. I yeah. agree with you. I can't really tell what happens to her. Like, I know she gets attacked. I know there's a bite and blood shoots out somewhere. And then she's just kind of on the floor. At first, I thought her head had come off. Um, but it clearly... Or she turned to a vampire. And flew away. <laughs> yeah, all those bats. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what happens. Um, obviously, she's mortally wounded somehow. Um, but yeah, you just couldn't really tell what was going on there. It was just kind of a quick flash, and, and, and probably intentionally so as well. Um, 
so yeah, so it, it, it's just a bit of a mess. It's not a bad kill. It's probably the most, you know, unsatisfying of the lot, though, that's all. Yeah, I agree with you. The, the, the shoulder bite. Um, um, Darren, really quick, I have to ask you something, speaking of kills. Paul and, um, and the daughter dying in the beginning. He was seated on Sarah's right, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, he was in the driver's seat. There, it's this is a British film. Yes, are they? They're not in Britain though, right? They're in the Carolinas or the, the start, U.S. At the start, they are. So at the start, they're in Britain, and then they go to the U.S. But they're so, still in Britain. <laughs> ha- so Paul was driving. No, Sarah was driving. No, when the car crash happens, he's driving. He's in the British car. Oh, that's in, what, yeah. I was confused. I didn't think Paul yeah, was driving. Yeah, yeah. No, he, I was, was. Like... He, he was driving at the start. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, we we sit on the right when we drive. I know um, that. I was about to say, do they have steering wheels on the left anyway, just no, in case? No. Okay, it's just confusing because <laughs> the whole thing I think was shot in the UK. Um, yeah. At one point, they say that they're in. Uh, is it not Colorado? Is it or somewhere like that? I can't North remember. North Carolina, now. Carolina was it? Uh, whatever. It's the um, same woods as as dog soldiers. Let's be honest. Yeah, of course it is. It's just like somewhere in Wales or something. That's all it is. Um, and, and and all the cave stuff was was I think it was was one of the the main studios in the UK because I do know somebody who went on the set who was part of the film. Green screen, right? Up, when he, no, no, all the sets were all polystyrene. Um, or styrofoam, as you call it. Yeah. And when he went to visit the set, he was like, "My God, what is this film going to be like? Because it's just chunks of styrofoam everywhere." It looks like uh, Nickelodeon's Double Dare. Or something. Yeah. Well, the sound is a huge part of this movie, isn't it? It's a yeah. real, you know, the and you can see there's so many influences from other movies in this film. Um, you have a moment in there which is straight out of Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, where one of the things is kind of hanging upside down, dripping, and and it makes a kind of... Um, and then there's a bit later on where as you've got a bit... You've got two, at least two bits straight out of the Evil Dead. <laughs> One's with the fingers in the eyes, and the other one is when she comes out of the ground and punches her hand out of the ground with the one arm in the air. So yeah, so and and the font on the movie at the start is Alberta's Medium or something, which is John Carpenter's font that he uses all the time. Um, so yeah, so there's lots of kind of. I mean, we all know he, Neil Marshall is a huge Carpenter fan, so mm-hmm. there's lots of kind of uh, nods and winks and influences throughout this movie, as there is in Dog Soldiers and um, uh, what's the other one now? Where he Doomsday, Doomsday, Doomsday as well. Yeah, Doom. I mean, Doomsday is just a remake of Escape from New York, so. Um, yeah, yeah. He he loves Carpenter, and and I like the fact he does that because it's 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 not him stealing ideas; it's his kind of tribute. Homage. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, getting to those, <laughs> uh, what are some of your best moments now? Uh, best moment, I think the best moment for me is the ending. The ending, you know, simply because we got something different and something bleak and something that was as. Dan Aykroyd would say, suck down to the 10th level of hell. It, re- 
it, it's just, you know, you get that hope at the end that she's got out and then all of a sudden she just wakes back up and she's in there trapped and the, the credits roll and it's just kind of like soul destroying. Uh, and there are so many bleak moments in this film that are like that. You know, there's the moment when Holly falls down the down the crevice and 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 breaks her leg. She has that huge compound fracture in her leg. Her shin just splits into. It's just horrible. Um, and also, you know, the, uh, Beth's death with the with the rock hammer or whatever it is. Uh, and then ultimately the ending as well. This film is so bleak, and I love mm-hmm. it for that. And, um, and my best moment would have to be them crawling through actually the cave itself. Hmm. Um, the part where it's about the collapse, you know, them actually, you know, anchoring stuff onto the walls. I mean, some of that stuff, if you're, if you're somebody who is afraid of tight spaces, this movie is not for you. No, no, it really isn't. <laughs> um, especially when they're trying to shimmy their way through and they're going to move one shoulder in front of the other. If I was in that cave, Darren, I would say, I'm going to back up, and I'm going up to where there's air, and I'll meet you at the pub. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to I'm gonna crawl through, you know, the devil's asshole. I mean, because that's what it really is. It's so tight in there and everything. That's what it does feel like. And they, they, they think these creatures are from... Prospectors that evolved the, or some shit. Yeah, they think that the people that are down there that over time have been have evolved and got conditioned to the environment and are living off animals and Bullshit. whatever. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I mean, talk about the creatures. I mean, what do you think of them? You don't get too much of a look at them, and they're kind of based on apparently Neil Marshall based them on the kind of Nosferatu look. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them. I think the way that he shot them, it's effective. Um, they would have to be blind, wouldn't they? They wouldn't need their sight. They would. They wouldn't need their sight down there. It's pointless. No, no, no. So they would. They would have to be blind. Yeah. But great hearing. Yeah. Great sense mm. of hearing. And uh, smell. Yeah. Yeah, and smell. And uh, oh, could you imagine? Where, oh, I mean, the, the, that their shit. You know, the smell <laughs> down there. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> You know, might be like the convention we're going to go to soon. It could be. It could be that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we close, anything about The Descent? The Descent is, I think, is a great British horror movie. And and probably, I would say, the peak of Neil Marshall's career. I know he's Mm -hmm. still going, but he's not really... I mean, he did... That was it. The Lair recently. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Yeah. Which is a kind of you know another low budget horror film that's supposedly set in Afghanistan, but it's just in a in a quarry in England somewhere um, with creatures again. Um, it his career. I mean, it's been like you bowl, Uva bowl. No, he's not that bad. I mean, come on, he had a good old run on Game of Thrones. So, you know, he's he's always been he's always known for the big Game of Thrones episodes, the season yeah. finales and things. Um he's had a decent career, but I think in terms of his movies, he peaked with the descent. He started to go off the boil, I guess, after Doomsday with things like Centurion. Yeah. Um, and then he did Hellboy, which I didn't mind too much Hellboy. I thought it was okay. I thought I thought it really got a bit of a bum deal, and I liked David Harbour in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, he was one of those one of those directors that 
almost made it. Now, whether there's still time, because he's still only young, he's still, I guess, what, you know, late 40s, early 50s or something. There's still time for him to um, direct to have one Kombat last go. Movie. Yeah, yeah, to direct a Mortal Kombat. Or Resident Evil. Yeah. Something like that. There's yeah. still time for him to do those. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think uh, he, he had a good run in the early 2000s with Dog Soldiers Descent yeah. Doomsday. Yeah. Um, great film. Because, you know, but... he was somebody we needed at that time. Mm, yeah. There was, well, there was a need for a good werewolf movie. Yeah, yeah. And Dog and Soldiers British... did that. Yeah, and British horror was off the map at the time, and so he kind of brought it back. And um, it's uh, you know, Descent is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, folks, really check it out because you'll be surprised. I think isn't the Descent the only movie that didn't have uh, Sean Pertwee in it? (laughs) John Pertwee, which Sean? Sean? No, John's his dad. Yeah, Sean Doctor Who. Yeah, Sean Pertwee's probably in most of his films. I think. Yeah, when he's not being Um, eaten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a good there's a good book about dog soldiers. We should cover dog soldiers actually. There's We're still really waiting good... for the damn sequel, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that will happen, but there is a really good book about dog, the making of dog soldiers that came out last year, I think, called Sausages. Um which is worth worth a look. Definitely worth a look. Question, what do you think will come out first? The sequel of Dog Soldiers or uh Peter Jackson's 4K of all his old movies? <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to see those Peter Jackson 4Ks. I think that they're just gone. Stupid. I'm releasing another uh, Hobbit movie. <laughs> Great. There, there better be some, Hobbit movies. Yeah, there better be a lawnmower in this goddamn Hobbit movie, uh, Peter. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, Tyler, I, I hope we did you justice uh, in your selection of The Descent. Uh, Darren and I love The Descent. And um, if you guys haven't seen it, like Darren said, check it out. It's a mm. good, um, it's a good date movie. I think so. You bring it brings your significant other closer to you on the couch. Yeah, why not? I guess yeah. you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> uh, what we got coming up? We got uh, the road to age forty five. We're going to start uh, pretty soon. Yeah, and- we, we're, we're um, you know with the road to age forty five. We have a um, Facebook page now. Um, so mm-hmm. we decided to split off all our Halloween convention content into a different Facebook group so that those that aren't going don't get pissed off with us banging on about it. Uh, so if you want to join that Facebook group, just put in the road to Halloween 45 on Facebook and you'll find us and just request permission to join. Um, you'll see all the videos in there. People have been sharing some really cool content, um, some pictures of the past conventions, Halloween conventions they've been going to. Uh, and also we'll use it as a kind of base to put all your Halloween 45 pictures in there and stories mm-hmm. and any announcements that get made will stick in there as well. So come over and say hello. Come and join us. Um, the regular Facebook page, TSL Movie Podcast Facebook page is still going and we'll still keep updating that as well. Um, we're also going to do a watch along soon. We've got that. I'm going to put the vote up for that pretty soon. We've already had a few requests. Um, and what else have we got? We have creep show. We've done a creep show, but we never did a best and worst of. We didn't do a best and worst of creep show. So that is coming too. So, yep. uh, yeah, some good stuff. And I've got a few, um, thank yous as well. We have a couple of new Patreons in Christopher mm. Brownell Jr. Cool. Um, Chris, Christopher's a big contributor on our Facebook page and, uh, has joined our VIP Patreon level. 
Uh, and we're also, we have James Markin, which I think is Power Packers 90, if I'm not mistaken. Whatever. If it isn't, hello, James, anyway. Um, thank you and welcome to uh, welcome to the to the Patreon. Welcome, guys. And then, o- and then over on YouTube, we have a couple more um, YouTube members in the form of G. Lee has rejoined, WDRD Channel 13 has rejoined, and Mikey Films has rejoined as well. Cool. Very cool. Glad so, to have them yeah. back. Yeah, I can't wait to be talking about our next two uh, episodes coming up right after this. Um, yeah, so. definitely. On that note, uh, Darren, as we always say, stick to the roads. And the best of luck. We'll see you pretty soon. Bye. See you later, folks. Bye-bye.